Hello everyone, welcome back to episode 161 of Anime Do Play on this Halloween day. We are recording this on a Saturday because sometimes life gets in the way of doing other things. So we're here on Halloween, recording it on Saturday morning after another fantastic week in anime. I'm also joined by Mary, who is generally always here anyway, so there's no need for introduction there really, but Mary, how are you doing? Greetings, friends. Um, happy to be back. I'm doing pretty well. I am home for the weekend for our mother's birthday, so I am rested and enjoying the luxuries of life, and I'm ready to talk about some really good Japanese cartoons. As you should be. Because there's Always. so many good Japanese cartoons out there for us to and want maybe, to discuss. And maybe it'll get a little spooky this episode. Oh, ho, 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 ho. It probably won't, but maybe. <laughs> but maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What have you been up to in anime fun game world the past week or so? Yeah. I didn't really do all that much, but. Big announcement that I think I forgot to mention last week. I beat Persona 3. Oh, my only took you two years. It took me... Yeah, it took me a year and a half. I beat Persona 3. And let me just tell you the saga of my victory. So I think I actually did it after the podcast on Thursday. So that's probably why I didn't talk about it last week. But I'm playing. It's all good. I get to the final boss. I'm ready. Thomas, the final boss is 13 phases. So, did that take an extremely long time? It took me, like, 45 minutes to get through phases 1 through 12, and then 13 is, like, his final true phase, so then that's, like, the actual battle. Uh, Phases 1 through 12 were pretty easy, but 13 was actually kind of difficult. And so that's, like, a 35, 40-minute battle, just that phase. I'm getting through. I'm almost... I've almost got him. He's about beaten. And then he charms one of my party members. And my party member heals him to full health. Oh my god. That's a thing. So the boss fight took me two hours. Because I had to beat his final phase twice. Wait, that sounds super OP. That he can just heal to full health like that. Well, no, he ch- he charmed one of... The- so he was randomly giving out sta- status ailments. He could enrage you. He could... I don't know. I only ever got enraged or charmed, but he probably could have poisoned you or, like, put you to sleep. I don't know. But I got charmed, and before I could heal my guy because of the turn-like setup, my guy freaking healed him to full health. So I had a go eye, and usually those are kind of like video game experience that you see someone playing on like YouTube or Twitch and you laugh or you're like on the stream like oh my god that's crazy but it's never happened to me so when it happened to me legit it was so late at night because I didn't expect the boss battle to be so long my roommate was asleep so I couldn't start yelling I like ripped off my shirt and just started pounding on the ground like I was so mad it was insane, and then I had to sit there for another hour and beat him again, but I actually did it, and now I never have to think about that game again, because right. it was crazy. Are you glad you played it? I'm happy I played it. Um, there were parts of it that was really good, but the pacing was just so bad that I feel like 
The game could have been so much better if they told their story differently. Okay. Like, even, it's it's a really old game, even the combat, like, it's old, that's fine. I'm not judging it based on its mechanics. It's from 2005 or something, 2007. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah. And I'm coming off playing P5, which is the smoothest, coolest game ever made. <laughs> but, like, story beat-wise, the nothing happened for me in the first 40 hours of the game. And then the game got good. And 40 hours is too long for a game to get good, I in agree. my opinion. I agree. That's yeah. a really long time to invest That's in something. That's a really long time. That's why the first 40 hours took me a year, and the second 40 hours only took me six months, because it got better. But it was fun, the last 40 hours. Yeah, it was fun. The story got good, the characters were good. So each character has like a, um, a social link that you go through to get to know the character more. I only ever unlocked one person from my party. So I was basically just like chilling with strangers the whole time. I knew about no one. <laughs> and I don't know why I never unlocked anyone else, but I had sex with like four girls. I was killing it. Damn, Mary. You playing them dating sims hardcore. And it was crazy because I didn't even end up dating all of them, but I had, well, no, I had three girls, three girls. I had sex with my girlfriend. I had sex with the robot, and then I had sex with the uh, Velvet Room alien person. Okay, I don't know any of the characters, so that doesn't mean anything to me, just so we're clear. Yeah, but it, it might mean something to someone who has who is listening who has played the Persona game. Okay, have you also so, played P4? I have not played P4. I have seen so many people, like, let's play P4 that... I don't plan on playing it for a long time if I even play it. I uh, just don't feel like I need to. I know everything about it. I feel like I've played it even though I haven't. So so why P4? Why play P3 and not P4? Um, because they're not linked. So what does that mean? Each persona, it's kind of like Final Fantasy. Like Final Fantasy X has nothing to do with Final Fantasy XI. Yeah, no, I, I know. So, but didn't... Why did you decide to play P3? Because my friend had it, and he lent it to me. Oh, okay. That was, that was all. <laughs> okay, I don't have a copy of P4. And it's they released it on Steam, so it's available. It's re, it's Thomas Regan's favorite, one of his favorite video games, like Hard Stop. P4? Yeah. Ah. So, he actually just replayed it a couple months ago when it came out on Steam. Our mother made put, him, like, like, a pillow of P4 characters. A a Persona 4 pillow. And, you got and it. she showed it to me. She's like, what do you think? And I was like, I don't know any of those characters. She's like, what do you mean? Mary said it's Regan's favorite game. I was like, what's Regan's favorite game? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then when I went over to visit his apartment, he like had it on his couch. He was like, and did you see my pillow? I was like, Good. oh, is, was he excited he about it? it? Yeah. He said um, this we're we're rambling because no one cares, but he said that mom gave it to him for cutting down the basketball f- hoop in the front yard. Yeah. But it was actually a, I moved into an apartment gift, like housewarming, but it was just funny. It's both. It's both. But anyway, so I beat that game. It was awesome. And now I am playing on the Game Boy SP. I am playing Final Fantasy V. It's on the Game Boy SP? It was made for the Game Boy Advance. 
And I was over Mike's last weekend. We were doing wedding stuff. And we were in his basement because he was showing me some drum fills. And I walked by a box and I just peeked in the box and I see just not in a box, just laying there, the cartridge for Final Fantasy V. I'm like, what are you doing with this? <laughs> he said, oh, my friend lent it to me like 10 years ago and I never played it. And I said, you don't deserve to have this. And I put it in my pocket and it's mine now. So I've been playing, I'm like four or five hours into Final Fantasy V. I've been playing it while I've been home. Okay. I didn't know it's- Final Fantasy V was on the Game Boy SP. It, was, yeah, it, was it a they remake made it, for it? I just assumed... Yeah, yeah, it was originally for probably the... I don't even know, NES. I could look it up. But um, they did a remake for it for the Game Boy Advance. And um, someone lent it to Mike when he was like 16. And he never returned it or played it. Big win for Mike. So I have it now. I know, it's like a cool little piece of um, anime history. Well, a video game history, and that's something like is that's that's one of the games that's kind of hard to play. Like I think finding copies of six and down is hard. Like Final Fantasy seven and up, you can get on Steam. There are remakes. There are mobile games. But I don't know if I'll ever get the chance to play one through six. So I saw five and i was like this is mine now you no longer own it i have no idea how hard it is or easy it is to play those games i don't have the slightest clue Uh, i mean yeah it came out in 1992 for the super famicom oh so probably not the easiest game to get your hands on if i could imagine i mean you could do it yeah oh yeah I mean, it, we're, we're anime fans. If you believe, you can do anything. Exactly. But. <laughs> and if the enemy is too strong, talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> Hit them with the talk no jutsu. <laughs> but uh, the game's pretty good so far. I am a little confused. Not about the game or the mechanics, but it's an older game. So it does. they don't really tell you where to go. So it's something happens and they like say, all right, let's make a difference. And then they, you're on the overworld, and it's open map. And I'm like, okay, there's no map. There's no, like, go here. So I, I'm doing a lot of grinding just because I'm it's random encounter, and I'm just walking around looking for where I need to be. That's kind of fun, though, you know? Yeah, and it's cute, and it's sprites, and I found our old red Game Boy SP that I haven't had in forever. When I found it, Pokemon Yellow was in it. That checks out. So it's just, like... Yeah, um, I brought it up to college. Mike had Pokemon Yellow, and I'd never played it, so I brought the Game Boy up, and it's his copy of Pokemon Yellow, so it's just fun. And it's the best thing about it, and then I'll stop talking because I've been rambling. Um, It has a quick save option on the Game Boy version, so you don't have to get to a save point. You can save whenever you want. Oh, that's easier. So it's so portable, it's awesome for pick up and play, and then sometimes I'll play for three minutes, mom will need me, and then I'll save it, and I'll put it down, and I'll go do something. Like, it rules. So, I'm hoping, my next game on my queue is Final Fantasy VII, I'm going to stream 7, 8, and 10, so give me like two years to get through all those games, Mm -hmm. but um, this will be a nice break in between p3 and final fantasy 7 i'm hoping to beat it in like 30 hours which means i'll beat it in two weeks but i'm also very bad at video games so we'll see okay so seems like you're uh you're keeping busy with your games 
Yeah, yeah. Sorry I talked for so much, but uh, beating Persona 3, I, if it wasn't 1 o'clock in the morning on a Thursday, I would have been screaming. I was so pumped. That's fun, though. I was, th- I was posting about it in the Discord, I remember. I had, like, a group of people, like, waiting for my updates. It was fun. Patiently waiting there. Can't sleep until they find out if Mary beat Persona 3. Yes, I was doing that. I was uh, DMing um, Bazette when I was beating Persona 5 Royal because I didn't want to spoil it for anyone, and it was late at night, and I was just like, Bazzy, what the hell is going on? He was like, you're doing great. So <laughs> You're doing great. Gambate. Gambate. Anyway, sorry for my long-ass update. What's up with you? Uh, Really not all that much. I just watched like the shows that came out this week during for this season. Mm-hmm. Um. I read a little bit of this manga called Kaneko's Life as an Assassin. And that's kind of it. Oh, I haven't heard of it. It's a comedy thing about this woman who quits her job because her boss is like a misogynistic asshole. And she gets a job being an assassin. Oh. But it's a comedy. Like, she doesn't know how to kill people or anything. But she's actually like... She basically, like, gets lucky and is able to kill people, so she, uh, she takes the job. Neat. Yeah. It's pretty funny, so. She gets lucky and is able to kill people. Yeah, like, her first mission is to, like, kill her old boss, and, uh, she's actually able to do it, and then she just, like, parties with all the other assassin friends after, and then she's like, I feel so sick, and you think it's because she's, like distraught that she just killed her boss but she's actually just like hung over from like the party the night before oh that's funny so it's yeah it's like not serious or anything but uh i'm enjoying it so cool okay that sounds fun yeah so but that's basically it that's all i got all right then i'm glad i talked enough for the both of us (laughs) yes you did all right let's jump in let me pull up my list I watched I everything. List. You I watched dropped Higurashi, correct? I did drop Higurashi. Okay. I didn't watch the episode yet this week. Oh, perfect. You dropped it and, and I like was catching up a lot last night and I was like, oh well if Mary didn't watch it, I'll just like save this for this weekend. Also, it was late and I didn't want to watch it at like eleven o'clock at night and scare me before I went to bed. So I didn't. Yeah. I watched Jujutsu Kaisen at, like, 11 last night, and I was like, this could be pretty scary. Because it gets a last episode. So, we have to talk about something for a second. Hey, guys. Welcome to Anime Double Play. We usually record this episode on Thursdays. However, we're recording it on Saturday. So, we all we watched two weeks' worth of Haikyuu and Jujutsu Kaisen and some other things. So, um, just a heads up. We're going to be talking. Usually, we only talk about one episode and we're a little behind we're gonna be talking about two episodes this week for a couple things so i'm saying that because the last episode of jujutsu kaisen not the one that came out yesterday was like kind of creepy and scary with sakuna and the, the battle that was super cool so i was a little nervous watching it late last night but i came out unscathed okay so thank you for the disclaimer yeah because i didn't want it to just be like oh we're talking about two things yeah that's the one thing about reviewing weekly anime is that if we're off by one day we're like talking about last week's episode and not the current week's episode and people who listen to this like 
four days later are like, oh, well, they're like two weeks behind talking about episodes. Like, what the hell? Yeah. So, but you know, we can't be perfect. There's no great way to do it. The only great way is to like be really strict with it. But we do this for fun. So, <laughs> and we have lives and stuff. So we can't always do it on the same day. It's not like we do this for a living yet. 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 We have a website. We have a website. That basically means we're professionals. AnimeDoubleplay.com. You can go there. I don't... And not do much. I don't know. You can listen to our episodes and join our Discord channel and read Mary's blog. And find blog. my blog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That I haven't updated since April. Oh, really? I I sit in front of my computer all day at home. When I'm done with work, I don't want to continue sitting in front of my computer all so day. So you sit in front of your TV playing video games? Or I go for walks. Or I hang out with friends. I'm I'm getting back out there. Okay, okay. But but yes, I sit in front of my TV. Oh, last question. Mary, what are you doing for Halloween? Nothing. Nothing? No like Halloween gathering, no trick-or-treating. I'm home. Mom's birthday was yesterday. My friends are having a party in Connecticut, which COVID, so be safe, but I'm oh, not there. Wait, I forgot you were home, even though you told me that like three times. I might actually do for some live streaming with uh, Sarah and Demeray. Okay, that would be fun. I'm, so, I'm on the fence about going to a Halloween party thing. I don't know Be what careful. I'm going to do. That's the thing. My friends, like, most of my friends are very responsible. But this one girl who's having this party is, like, the least responsible human being on the face of the earth. Like, she's not responsible, would be an understatement. And she's mm-hmm. having something at her place. So I was like, okay, I'll go. And then she was like, yeah, and they're coming, and they're coming. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, there's going to be a ton of people there. And I'm like, uh... I'm cool with, like, meeting up with people in, like, groups. Like, I've got my limit, but, like, 40 or 50 people at, like, a frat party in, like, this tiny-ass apartment is probably, like, not very high on my list of things I want to do right now. So so I'm going to have to take a rain check, I think. Unless, like, I find out there's, like, not nearly as many people there. Because she might be blowing it out of proportion because she's kind of an idiot. So maybe it's like a lot smaller group than I thought, but yeah, I'm gonna veto that one. But if we're if Sarah and I are doing if me and the Laser Girls are doing some game streaming tonight, I'll let you know, and you could always join us in the stream. I'm home only with my laptop, so I, I don't have my Switch, I don't have my PlayStation, so I don't really know what I could do. What are they streaming but... games? Yeah, she said she texted me. Sorry, guys, you really don't care. Would you be interested in live game streaming with the Laser Girls? And then that was at 5 o'clock yesterday, and I didn't answer. So I just texted her back. She didn't ask me if I wanted to do live streaming with the Laser Girls. Well, she likes me more. And now let's talk about some anime. All right. Uh, What are we talking about first? Pick something very quickly. Haikyuu. Nekoma. Okay, so let's talk about last week's episode first. I Just like the Tanaka episode, I had some minor issues with the pacing of Did it. Did you care? No. Okay. But <laughs> I, while I was watching it, I was like, ugh, 
So let's clarify Why? what episode like, this is first. This is the the first of the two Nekoma episodes. Cats and monkeys. Yeah, in Haiku. Just because we're like, you know, we're weeks out and who knows when people are watching this. Mm-hmm. So. so we end the first set with Karasuno. It's great. And it kind of goes straight into Nekoma, which I get. It's a natural like, I get break. It. I said this last week, you know, like. I know. It makes sense. But have they done that before? Like left mid-match? I don't know. Uh, no, but we're not at like the same tournament as all the other like co-favorite teams. So. I know, but it just felt like. I We've been following Karasuno for the last eight episodes. And now it's just like. Trying to dust off in my brain everyone in Nekoma, blah, blah, blah. But then it didn't matter when Kenma is setting the ball and he yells, Tora! And Tora spikes it. The emotional payoff at the end of that episode was great. Because <laughs> it's all about their relationship. And you're like, okay, cool. You're like slowly getting into it. And then Toranosuke goes up to Kenma and he's like, my friends call me Tora. And Kenma goes, I'm not calling you that. And I'm never calling you that. And then it flashes to real to real time, and he yells "Tora!" and he spikes it. And I'm just like, "They're friends now." It was good. Yeah. So is that you saying you liked the episode, or is that you saying I did like the episode? Again, I felt like it could have been a little smoother. You know me in transitions. I love good transitions, but um, I mean, it's high cue. Like it. I, I'm not gonna dislike an episode. I just didn't care all that much about Tora and Kenma's relationship, I guess. Not that I didn't like it, but I was like, I don't care. I would have much rather have seen, like, shorter snippets of backstory and more of them playing the playing the match. Yes, that too. I would have liked that more. Um, also, I want to know the moment Kenma dyes his hair. Yes, I was also thinking that. Does he do it to do him and Tora do it at the same time? Because they're both blonde? Oh, probably not, I would imagine. Kemma doesn't seem like that kind of dude. But But that'd be cute. It would. But this was fine. I like Nekoma, so I don't mind content with them, but this particular backstory, I was kinda like, whatever. So but mm. this second episode of the Nekoma match i thought was actually pretty cool i like the focus on kenma because we don't know like a ton about him and yeah it was was definitely interesting interesting strategy i don't know if you can like actually do that in volleyball like hit it like in a certain way so that it's hard like it's easier to get but they won't be able to like get the ball up to where the setter doesn't have to run over. That seems like a little abstract. I have no idea if like that's possible. I would be surprised if it is. I think you're like, why hit it in a certain way that isn't optimal when you could just hit it optimally and make it hard. You know, like, I don't know if that's like real. Yeah, I was, I would feel bad if I was sorry, Kawa, because I feel like they lost without giving it their all. Because they were told to, like, be more precise than, like, really go all out. And that would make me sad. Yeah. It was just kind of a weird strategy that I don't think is, like, possible. And doesn't really make that much sense. 
Like, they want to tire out the setter, but why do that when you can just, like, actually... Beat the team. You can just hit yeah. good shots, you know? Like, but what? whatever. Because it didn't work, so... No, they lost. <laughs> um, but I also don't know enough about volleyball. Maybe some strat like that is possible. I doubt it, but whatever. Um, still enjoyed it, though. I liked how the coach of the team was a former Nekoma athlete. I thought that was kind of like a cool uh, subplot yeah. thing. And their little exchange at the end between coaches was really nice. Yeah, I agree. It seemed like something that could actually happen. I was like, oh, yay. I think the best part of the episode, though, was literally the ending when Nekoma turns around and starts watching Karasuno's match, and they're like... Don't worry, Karasa, we're still here, and we play Nekoma in the next round. Like, that was really cool, you know? I like that a lot. I yelled. I mean, now we have to win. We're winning. We're beating Mia, the Mia twins. Like, it's not where – there's no way that we're going to lose to the – oops, sorry – that we're going to lose to them now. It's impossible. Yeah. We have to win. I agree. I mean, I didn't think we were going to lose anyway, um, but – I don't think it's possible. So here's the thing. If we do play Nekoma, that's a real game that we could lose. You know, now I don't think we're going to lose based on like plot context, but we mm-hmm. could lose to Nekoma. You know, that would be a, a decent plot break. Oh, uh, I don't want to think about these things. I don't either. Let's just not. But I, also, just not. I also don't want to think about Nekoma losing. You know, there's so many characters though. We can't play every team, right? We can't also play Bokdo and the the tiny guys team and uh we're we're playing the tiny guys team you think we they've been hyping him up so much we have to play him i don't know we maybe we're not playing fukurodani that's fukurodani yeah what about also like um remember the guy from kageyama's camp who always wore the mask and stuff and hates large crowds there's that guy too there's lots of Mm. potential teams that we could play but but who knows a, maybe we're gonna be watching their matches and not playing against how them. many teams qualify to this thing like 48 40 something yeah it's it's japan nationals there's so only like four or five rounds right if you make it to the finals yeah i'm sure if we looked we could get a picture of like the bracket yeah but whatever yeah but yeah good episode um go kenma Kamakura. And then Kuro's just, Kuro's just, did you just sneeze? No, I said Kamakura. Oh, it just sounded like noise. Sorry. Um, Kuro looking at uh, Kenma like he's a proud father. He's like, okay. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah, but all right, we can move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's next? I picked Taikyu. Golden Kamui, they, they go to the circus and they play in the circus. Yeah, this was fun. It was definitely a break from last episode. Leave it to Golden Kamui to have a circus episode, you know. You know, the classic baseball episode, beach episode, circus episode. Duh. Yeah, every anime's got one of those. (laughs) But uh, it's a really stupid plan. It's really dumb. And I have a feeling it's going to work, even though there's a typo in in the newspaper. 
But it's just a. But do we even know if Asaripa can read? Uh, I imagine so, but who knows? Like read Japanese? Maybe she can read Ainu. Like I don't know. I think it's a really weird plan. I feel like but, she wouldn't uh, go it was with a the fun plan ride. if he couldn't read. I... Okay. Well, I love Tanigaki crying over the girls' dance. Best part of the episode. Oh yeah, that was so bizarre, but it's Golden Kamui, so. <laughs> Long live the girls' dance. Acrobat guy um, was cool. Fight at the end was pretty ruthless. We just, like, killed three people really quickly. In front of a crowd of people. Like, the gun came out, and I was like, okay, we're gonna... Who is this guy? Like, we're gonna get... We're gonna figure out who this guy is, and then... He's dead. Sugimoto just cuts his arm off and stabs him in the face. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Freaking Koito switching the swords. Come on. That was pretty hilarious, though. I gotta say, I was cracking up. Yeah. He was, like, getting the water pulled on him, and he's about to cut himself, and he's like, no, 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 no. That was really funny. So I was lying. Um, not much to say besides it was funny about that episode, except also we, um, said hi to Asaripa, Shiraishi, Kurokane, and Ogata for a bit. We got to stare at Shiraishi's poop. Yes, we got to stare at poop. We got to smell some really bad liver, like elk liver or whatever. And um, we know that they're trying to condition Asaripa to, like, read Welk signs. So when we get to the treasure, she's just going to magically know the key. Bold strategy. Let's see how this pays off for her. We will see. But, again, you got to... Um, you got to see the opening again. So do you think they're going to reunite at the end of the season or sooner? Because I said there, I thought there was a lot of foreshadowing in the opening. Yeah, I got no clue. I'm not smart enough okay. to make those kinds of premonitions. <laughs> all good, all good. All right. Next episode all right. of Anime That. We watched this week because this season is bangers and we must discuss everything. Uh, Let's talk Townless Nana. Yo, I was going to say that. I was on the edge of my seat. Like, this show is, I wouldn't say it's execu- executed very well. What does that um, even mean? Like it, does, like, it doesn't look great. The music's eh. Like, the character designs, I do not like them at all. But I'm just really, it's entertaining. Like, I, if, if you let yourself get into it, you could get totally into it. The concept I, is cool, and you don't know what's going to happen, right? Like, anything can, anything goes. Yeah, and now we have the photograph guy. Yo, that was really cool. I was, my mouth was wide open. I was like, oh my god, he got her. But then why didn't he get her like two murders ago? Yeah, I mean, I think we'll learn that. I I think this dude just like doesn't give a shit, really. Like, you have to remember, like, all these kids got like shipped away from their homes to like live on this island to have no contact with anyone, like... This kid, at this point, like, he obviously doesn't give a shit. Like, he's just kind of whatever. You Like, he, so he knew about the last murder. He knows she's going to kill him, and he knows it's going to come true. So I don't know what he's planning, but he's probably planning something. Like, And it's probably not going to work out, because he could just go up to Kyoya and be like, here, look, she murders me, stay on me, and watch her murder me, and then you have a win. Like... But he's probably not, he's probably going to do something dumb, and the show's going to continue, you know? 
Maybe. Maybe Nana will get herself out of it. Maybe not, though. You know, you really don't know. They might get her. I think we're going to get a backstory on her, though. So... I mean, we have to. She's so interesting. Yeah. So, I don't think she's just going to die in the next episode, but... I'm... I'm in. I'm so glad we're watching this. Yeah, it's super fun. It's like... Weird... My Hero Academia Death Note. Uh, sure. It definitely has yeah, My Hero Academia have... vibes in terms of, like, the character design. But it's like Death Note in terms of the genre. I guess. You guessed correct. Oh, I am okay, right. Okay, sure. I can live with that. I didn't say I disagree. But yeah, good episode. We met a um, girl who can heal with her licks. Um, Choya, I keep thinking that he's gonna live forever. Like, the way he, I don't know, I don't know about him. He's so weird. He's so hard to read. He's cool. Her stabbing herself was a great idea, but he lo- he saw, like, right through it immediately. Like. It's just weird. Like. It's so her, weird. Her story doesn't really add up. She just, like, panicked, jumped out her window because she heard a enemy of the humanity or whatever they're called. And then, like, s- sprinted so they could kill Inukai. Which, why would they kill her? Like, that's kind of random. I-, I don't know. Like, it's a little, it's a little yeah, that- weird. She also befriended both the people who died before. And she was there when the building blew up that he was in. Like... Yeah, she's so fishy. Like, I would be suspicious of her, like, but whatever. I mean, we'll see kind of what happens. Again, this anime can kind of go in any direction, so I'm very excited. I'm still not convinced that uh, Nakajima is dead. I know. So, oh. I But I don't know how he could have lived. He grabbed onto a rock, like... It's been two weeks. Yeah, I don't know. He's he swam back to mainland Japan. Like, what's he doing? Easy. That's an easy swim when you know where you are. Yeah. Which he doesn't. Little easy. Um. All right. Okay. This anime is good. If you're not watching Talentless Nana, you should be. Yeah. If if you're into kind of like murder mysteries, multiple murder mysteries, when you're the murderer. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right, Akudama Drive, I watched this week's episode as well. Uh, oh, yeah, so last week I didn't, I was an episode ahead of you. Okay, yeah. so we can talk about both, I guess. They, they break into cool. the train. Yeah, they break into the train, which I thought was a pretty, like, okay, train heist, woo. Like, I didn't think the episode was anything special. But then last episode I thought was super fun. All the fights and the, stuff? All the fights, and we're running through, and the character dynamics are fun. Like, again, this show isn't doing anything, like, amazing, besides maybe the, the aesthetic, like, the animation and the coloring screen. But I, it's just, like, really entertaining and fun action, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. All I got from these episodes is that the execution division apprentice girl is so useless. I like her. She's, she's not great. She's not but good I like though. Her. She loses every fight. 
Yeah. But she's an apprentice. She's and she wears, mom. like, a battle mini skirt, which we went over last time. I know. I know. Sad face. But very, very enjoyable show. The animation's so fun. It's so cool. The cell shading. Or I guess not cell shading. Yeah. But I do enjoy no, it. No, it's just, like, cool shadows. Like, it's very cool. Yeah, very vibrant. Opening's cool. I liked all the fights this week. Cutthroat is... He's pretty cool. I like Cutthroat. He needs to focus, but he's cool. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what was, like, a really awesome moment in this episode. I really liked Swindler. Like, she's... It's weird how she's, like, absolutely nothing, but is kind of the backbone of the team. She's like, guys, we gotta go. Like, she's kind of keeping everything together. Like... And she's literally ordinary person, so it's just kind of cool. I like what they're doing with her character. Like, she's useless, but they're making her appear like she's not because of her, like, will of sorts, if you know what I mean. Yeah, she has some quality about her that is benefiting everyone. She's the glue. Yeah. Her and Hoodlum are the glue. Nah, Hoodlum? Hoodlum's so funny, though. I think he's hilarious. He's funny. Like, he's so unnecessary. Like, if he wasn't in it, the show would not be any worse or better. I know. But he's just there, right? so it's kind of hilarious. Um, yeah, but I like this episode. Um, Courier needed his bike, and he's shooting people, and the doctor's like, why didn't the doctor just kill the apprentice? Just inject her with poison. Instead, she just knocked her out. I guess it's too early in the season. I don't know. Maybe... She pulled the wrong drug she had. Yeah, but I really like Kakashi. I really like uh, the Brawler. Their fights are super fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like Brawler a lot, too. He's very fun. Yeah, so... It reminds me of uh, Nanatsu Taizai. What, Nanatsu no Taizai? No. Jujutsu uh, Kaisen? Not Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm -hmm. uh, Junie Tyson? Junie Tyson. But that yes. anime sucked. Too many numbers. I know, but it's just the, the character dynamics are reminding me of it. Okay. That's fine. I've, I've made this um, comparison twice so far, and I've gotten the anime name wrong both You times, have, but so. I've come in in the clutch. Yes, you have. Maybe not character names, but anime names... Thomas is on it. I'm on it. Uh, oh, end of the episode. Biggest thing. So Black Cat yeah. Song is actually two children in a black box on the train. So there's a lot to unpack from this world. So we're under the assumption, before we were under the assumption that they just sent packages on this train. But now mm -hmm. we know that people travel on this train partially because there's two kids in a shipping container and there's seats and like a, a waiting area and stuff. Yeah. So like obviously people travel there. So I don't know what that really means. Like people can go I to Kanto. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the plot's going to get a little more, it's going to open up to like the whole country because um, Hacker was saying something, and he was like, oh, we're just on a train to Kanto. I can, I can finally get out of that Kansai hellhole. 
and the cat starts yelling, no, Kanto's a disaster, blah, blah, blah. So he definitely knows stuff that we don't about, like, the entire world fabric of this struggle between these two areas. And I think that the plot's really going to open up, and I think we might even end up becoming the good guys. Probably, but we'll see. Yeah, overthrowing this, like, crazy weird government or whatever. Yeah, the squad. We have a good squad. The Akudama squad. Yeah, so really cool show. Looks great. Super fun. No complaints. No, like, I, I, it's not amazing, but no complaints. Like, I'm in. So. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Cool, cool. Uh, okay. What else are we watching we've got uh jujutsu kaisen we've got golden oh we got jujutsu kaisen we've got adachi toshimamura let's talk about adachi because i have no idea what is the point of this show i watched the episode for this week as well did i watch two episodes yesterday i have no idea what, what did you watch so the first episode sucked it was about the astronaut girl and they go on a date, and Adachi gets jealous of the astronaut girl, and it was horrible. I skipped that episode accidentally. Didn't watch that. Oh, good. <laughs> you missed nothing. It, I was watching it, and I was like, I might drop this show. Like, I was so into this show, and the astronaut is literally ruining it. But then the next episode was actually pretty good. We got some nice character building. We have Adachi finding her resolve, realizing that she's in love with Shimamura, and she's going to act like... It was so much better without the crazy astronaut girl. We do. She does. She keeps the soda can as a symbol of her resolve at the end. She does. What? Did you not watch no, it? No, this was the episode with when Shima Mur, like has this like sit in the sauna contest with Adachi's mom. Yes. What a freaking weird show. No, I was like, why? Yes. Like, what? What is happening? Who would ever agree to I this? Went, like, this is just I some know. random girl. And what is the point? And then, they, and then they go to karaoke and sing a song together, and the episode ends. It's like... Yeah, and then Adachi's like, can you pat my head? I'm like, what? I know. What is this? Like, do people actually ask this question? What, is, what does this mean? But it's very pretty. <laughs> the show's animation is very yeah, nice. Yeah, it's really beautiful. I think Adachi needs some... I mean, obviously her mother's not a loving mother, so... I think she just needs some physical affection in her life. The girl needs some hugs. But I really like her character design, Adachi. I think she looks different, and I think that's cool. I don't know why. Because Shimamura and everyone else looks like typical um, anime girls, but Adachi stands out to me for some reason. I don't know if it's her hair. I feel like she looks like typical anime girl. Yeah, see, I feel like I'm wrong. But for some reason, to me, she stands out design-wise. I don't know why. Okay. Um, but yeah, we, again, th- this one's definitely not as good as Akudama Drive. It's fine. I'm giving it, so far, it's like a, a seven, six or a seven. If the astronaut comes back in and becomes more of a plot point, it might be a six. But so far, I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. It's fun. But I wouldn't tell someone, like, you need to watch Adachi. No, I definitely would not tell someone that. Yeah. Oh, who knows? Maybe it gets and I really thought good. That, I thought that in the beginning. I watched the first episode and I thought it was great. And now it's not. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. Okay. 
uh, next episode of Jujutsu Kaisen. I guess we did we double up on these. I I can't really remember. Yes, we did. Okay, so are both of them going into the penitentiary? Yes, place? we go into the secret weird prison place. Um, what's the girl's name? Oops, sorry. Uh, what's the girl's name with the hammer? Uh. Why am I asking I have not the slightest she idea. Get, she, she gets separated from, uh, Yuji and Megumi. Kugisaki. And then they fight this. Kugisaki what? Nobara. Nobara, right. And then, um, they have this big fight. Uh, freaking, uh, Itadori loses his hand. That freaked me out. Immediately. Then. What? Immediately, within seconds of them fighting the special grade. It was crazy. And then Megumi runs to get uh, Nobara, and then he lets Akuna take himself over. Um, and he has this awesome character moment where he realizes that like his life has been for nothing because he's going to die here and he's done nothing yet. But he still lets Sakuna take him over anyway. And then that fight's awesome. And then he kills him, but he has a finger. So Sakuna eats the other finger, and then beat. And then now we're in the next episode. And then beats the shit out of Megumi and rips out Itadori's heart and kills him. Wait, I don't understand why Itadori couldn't just retake over. For some reason, he couldn't. Oh, oh, okay. We don't, we don't know why. There was something. Maybe it was his fear of death or whatever. They haven't gone into it, but usually he's able to go back and forth. And there was something he was not able to do it. And then um, having Sukuna be Sukuna, eating the third or fourth finger or whatever, really sealed the deal. Okay. But then somehow he switches back at the end. He does. He regains his strength. Not explained. And then immediately dies, we think. But he's probably not dead. He's the main character. It's episode five. He's not dead. Probably not. So we'll we'll see. He's got this gaping hole in his heart. And we get to cover the little drama with the administration that like sent them in to do this mission. Yeah. Kakashi is pissed. I mean I was agreeing with him way before. I thought this was so stupid watching it. I was like, wait, they're going to go in to not fight the special grade and they're just going to go and see if people are still alive in there. I was like, what is the point? Like, why? To die. To literally die. To kill him, which I guess worked. So. Yeah, but I felt bad for Megumi. He had a couple good character moments. During that fight. He did. But the end. We get tournament arc. We get to fight the other schools. You know what? You're right. I didn't think of it until... I didn't think of it until... Of a tournament arc until right now. And now I'm like rolling my eyes back into my head. Tournament arc. Damn. This anime is anime. Uh, It's cool though. It's really cool. Yeah, I, I like this show a lot. This is one of my favorite shows this season. Oh, and we, we get some of Megami's backstory. Like, he was either friends or related to that girl who had a curse and died, and his father's a dick, and he wants to 
he thinks good people deserve to be saved, so he wants to save only good people, which is why he saved Itadori, because he thought that he was a good person. He has such a cool line at the end. He goes, I want to save people unequally. He only wants to save people that he thinks should be saved. That's kind of badass. And, yeah, in that moment, it was pretty cool. Badass. So, we're high on Jujutsu Kaisen. This show's good. Yeah, very, enjoying it very much. It, it's a step different from stereotypical shonen. I think because of like the mood, it's like a little darker. It seems a little more mature. But then again, if we're going into a tournament arc, nothing matters. Tournament arc. Tournament arc. <laughs> it's it's an. Arc. We have to meet the panda in the tournament arc. I know, and the panda has fingers, and it's very weird. It's very B-Stars. Yeah, what's up with the panda, but whatever. We'll, we'll get to the panda later. Um, really quick before we move on, I did catch up in Yashihime, the Inuyasha spinoff. It's okay. The end of the last episode was a pretty good cliffhanger. One of the characters who was a child back in the original series, but who is an adult now, is imprisoned. Um, by one of the old characters, by Inuyasha's brother, Seshomaru. And they were, like, allies in the first series. So I'm like, why did you imprison her in ice? So me and Patty have been texting about that. She's super into it. But, yeah, I'm still watching it, is the moral of the story. So mm-hmm. Right. Cool, cool. Should we dive into our spooky, not really topic of the week? Uh, sure. I guess I will introduce it then. Okay. Okay, awesome. Um, so basically we were like, what can we talk about on Halloween? We should talk about something like spooky and scary, but we don't really watch scary anime or... If we do, or if there's moments in anime that scared us, we don't really remember them. So, uh, we're going to talk about our favorite ghost and dark Pokemon. Because that's seasonal, and we didn't have many ideas. And I don't think we've really ever talk, uh, talked about Pokemon on this thing ever. So we're going to talk about some Mons. I have my list. I have my list. So we did our, fi- uh, we did our top five dark and ghost Pokemon. Um... Mixed together, it's not five ghosts and five dark. Just a cool little thing, and haven't talked about Pokemon in a while, and I've got Pokemon on my brain recently, so thought it'd be cool. All right. Um, did you, like, uh, number them in terms of, like, your favorite? Yeah, I have five, four, th- I have five, four, th- I have five, four, three, okay. two, one. Okay, and this is dark and ghost, correct? Mixed, yeah. Sweet. Uh, yes. Would you like to go first? Sure. My uh, my number five is a dark Pokemon. He is a good pup. His name is Houndor. Oh, wait. Houndor, not Houndoom? Oh, yeah. Houndoom. The big Poppy. one. The, His name is Houndoom. The, the, the big, big one. one. Yeah, he was. I think he was my odd girl out. Uh, just just miss. He's just He's just cool. He is. I like his design a lot. Yeah, and I think he could also, could he, maybe I'm misremembering, you're way better at, like, Pokemon types than me, let me look, could he also learn some steel moves? Uh, no, I think Houndoom, actually, I should pull up Cerebee so I have it, so we can talk a little bit more, like, stuff about Pokemon. I think he's a special attacking Pokemon, 
Because oh, he's a dark fire. It's fire. That's yeah, yeah. Doing. Um, it's oh, dude. Because um, he's a special attacking Pokemon, I think. So he learns like flamethrower and stuff. He's not like yeah. competitive viable, so I don't know like that that much about him. Let me see his base stats real quick. Oh, does that mean does that mean he's not good in combat? Like in competition? Yeah, he just doesn't get played in like I haven't seen him in like a format that I play. He might be played in in like smog on singles in like one of the tiers. Probably one of the tiers for sure. Like right. UU or something. But yeah, he's a he's a Gen two Pokemon. He's early. Yeah, on. he's special attack. He actually has pretty high base special attack. Or yeah, one forty. That's pretty high. Yeah. Well, one I've always liked dog Pokemon's. Like I love Arcanine, and this is basically like Dark Arcanine. Um, he's a good pup. He's always cool. And I guess when I was a kid, he's easy to get. Like you just get a Houndor and you evolve him. Um, so he was always attainable and could be used in different situations. I, I always liked him. Yeah, it's also fun when you can get a fire Pokemon kind of easily, so you don't have to go the fire starter. Yeah, that's true. And the dark kind of makes you feel a little like you shop at Hot Topic. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know what that means, but that's fine. <laughs> All right, what's yours? Uh, hold on. I, I closed my list accidentally. Ooh. Uh, Absol. Oh, Absol is on my list. I won't tell you. Absol is such a cool looking Pokemon. I love Absol. Absol is, I mean, I don't know anything about Absol. On my list solely for like design. I've always loved Absol. I always try to get Absol in my games. When I got my Absol in Pokemon Go, I was like so excited. It took me so long. I didn't even know there was a Mega Absol. That's cool. Absol, I always wanted to use it in, it's a third gen Pokemon, so it was in Ruby and Sapphire. Mm -hmm. I always wanted to use it, but it didn't have any evolved forms. And it's just something about like having Pokemon evolve and stuff that is exciting. I, I liked. Yeah. So it felt weird to just get it and then it never evolved or, or anything. So I never really used it when I played the games. Mm-hmm. But I would, if I played it again, I would want to use it. He's actually pretty strong. He has good base stats. What are his, a, what are his attack. attacks? I should know more about him because he's like second on my list. Um, He's dark, right? Yeah. So imagine, like, if I was doing a competitive build with him, I would teach him, teach him like, Sucker Punch. Mm. Um, yeah, you learn Sucker Punch at level 50. Um, I mean, you're probably not going to run Night 50. Slash because you already have... Yeah, you're not going to run Night Slash because you already have it on him. Probably give him Swords Dance, maybe, mm. to get the attack stat boost. Um, you give him something like Psycho Cut or Zen Headbutt. Uh, oh, for yeah. a psychic move. I mean, you could go two dark moves if you really wanted to um, because you get stab on on the attack. Uh, you could give him something like facade. Um, I remember I he, learned that word facade because my, um, my septile had that attack. Okay. He learns X-Scissor. You can teach him that move. Oh, weird. That's bug, right? Uh, yeah. Hmm. 
Oh, and he can learn play rough. So from a competitive standpoint, I'd probably give him play rough. It's a fairy type move. Yeah. Cool. So probably like Zen headbutt, play rough, sucker punch, and like swords dance or protect or something. This isn't like I'm I'm enjoying hearing you talk Pokemon strategy because that is a part of Pokemon. I just play the games and I go, yay, Pokemon. So it's always cool to hear this other side of it. I used to be in deep. <laughs> used to be in deep. But all right. And then Absol's also on my list, so then we won't have to hit him when we move up. Here, let me pull okay. let me pull up. My fourth favorite dark ghost Pokemon is a ghost Pokemon called Drifloon. Oh, his design's so weird. I have like three shinies of him in Pogo, so I like him. He's just a balloon. And he turns into a bigger balloon. I think the Pokemon that are made after inanimate objects are bad. Are pretty dumb. Like Vanillux. Um Well I mean Vanillux Rotom. is dumb. Hard stop. Like all the Rotoms, like Rotom Wash, Rotom Lawn. Yeah. Like Rotom Phone. And it's a phone. But yeah, I like him. Um, I have good memories walking around Norwalk when I moved there, hunting for Drifloons on Halloween. More of a nostalgia thing. I mean, you could take a look at him. He, He's ghost flying. And he's a little balloon. I don't know what your competitive take on him is, but he's a Gen 4. I don't know anything about him. I mean, the, the only... Like, when I played, I used Gengar on on my, like, VGC team. Mm-hmm. Um, but ghosts just have a weird matchup. Like, ghost-type moves are pretty strong because they're good into psychics. Yeah. But um, a lot of dark moves. A lot of people will run Sucker Punch and whatnot. Um, I'm sure there's some good competitive ghost Pokemon that aren't Gengar, but... He knows Hex, oh. he has Shadow Ball. Um, yeah, you give him Shadow Ball. Astonish. Wouldn't give him Astonish. I'm just reading. Constrict, since he's got little tendrils. He can learn Baton Pass, and my brain instantly went to Persona. But yeah, okay, so Thomas, not a huge fan of Drifloon, but that's okay. I like him. What's your? Hey, it's it's your list. Yeah. So, what's next on your list? Uh, what do I have? I have Gengar. Gang- I, I mean, love Gengar. Yeah, classic. It's a classic. So Gengar was also on my VGC team when I played competitive back in the day when I had points towards the World Championships because I finished high at the Philadelphia Regional. Wow. I had ten points towards the 2014, 2013 World Championships. Did not qualify because uh, I was busy being a competitive distance runner, and I couldn't tell my coach, I can't go to this race because I have to go to a Pokemon regional. Um, yeah. I think it worked out for the best. <laughs> so Gengar, super fast, super high special attack. Um I used him, what did I put on him? I used Focus Sash. This is back in like X and Y. So I had Focus Sash, um, 
Shadow Ball, of course. I think I gave him Protect. Um, maybe I ran Dazzling Gleam on him. I didn't... Oh, Dark Pulse. I ran Dark Pulse. Uh, I don't remember what other moves I ran, but he has a bunch of good moves, so... I think Gengar is cool because he's kind of actually scary. Like... He's also the only ghost Pokemon in the first gen. Yeah, I mean, him and his evolutions, yeah. Like, he's he's creepy. Like, if you just see his face, oh, he would have been a good jack-o'-lantern. I'd carve that grin into a pumpkin. That's a good one. But, um, yeah, he's really creepy. And he's cool. And, I mean, he's nostalgic because he's back with, like, the Sabrina episodes in Pokemon. But he always comes up. Like, he's in um, Pokemon Sword and Shield, and he Gigamaxes into the scariest mofo you've ever seen. Yeah, his Gigamax Dynamax is actually pretty cool. Yeah. He's just always kind of stayed in the forefront of Pokemon, out of the thousands of Pokemon they have. You know, he's always kind of... He's, he's all, there. Yeah, he's in the top, like, hundo that you see commonly, so... People like Gengar, so... Yeah, no, he's cool, and again, he's he's actually scary, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I just know that, think that, because I was scared of him when I was eight, but... <laughs> maybe. So next on my list, and a great transition by the AWOD twins, I have Haunter. You like Haunter more than Gengar? I do! Why? Because you didn't have a friend to trade your Haunter to so you could get the Gengar? Thomas, I had you. <laughs> I, I was just joking, obviously. Uh, I don't know. I like his floaty hands. I also like his face. Um, I've had a couple really strong Haunters in my day. I don't know. Like, when I think Ghost Pokemon, I think Haunter first instead of Gengar, which I guess is weird. He's a weird-looking guy, but... He ha- he he levitates so like earthquake doesn't affect him. He has poison moves. Like I think he's kind of cool. Okay, I mean those also are all true for Gengar. But if you like Hunter's design does better, G- that's that's does, fine. Does Gengar levitate? Um, he doesn't have the ability to levitate, but I'm pretty sure he levitates. I'm I'm not actually positive. Um, oh no, I don't think he does. Is Haunter's ability levitate? It is levitate. Okay, yeah, you're right. Haunter has been well-received by the media, with groups such as as IGN and Game Radar praising its abilities and style, the former of which described it as as superior to its stronger counterpart, Gengar. So I'm not alone. What? Who? IGN? IGN thinks Haunter is better than Gengar. Okay, that's not true, but whatever. Oh, wait. Uh, Its characterization within games setting has similarly met praise and been described as one of the more vivid aspects of the series. Though at the same time, the same characterization has drawn fire from several fundamentalist Christian groups in various books. That's kind of awesome. I love that shit. I love, like, the crazy religious or, like, PETA people that hate Pokemon. It's like, yo, it's a game. It's not real. Chill out. Pokemon and Harry Potter and like, yeah, it's so great. Yo, it's fantasy. It's, it's fun. What? It's not religion, which is, I'm not going to get into that actually. We're just going to end that there. Yeah. But 
I I like Gengar's character design. I like his floaty hands. I like his teeth. My only issue is his body kind of looks like a smudge, but it's okay. Such is life. Some people just look like a smudge. Yes. All right, who's your next dude? I'm number three, right? Yeah. Yep. Obstagoon. Who? Obstagoon. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't hear you the first time. He's weird. He's, He's cool. New. His design is so cool. It's Kiss. Yeah. I think that's so cool. I love the whole, like, we're going to have this set of Pokemon that are, like, rock stars. That's so cool. So he's a dark fighting, if I'm dark not. Dark normal. Dark normal? Because he comes from, like, Laloon, who's normal. Oh. Lanoon, yeah. It evolves from Galarian Lanoon when leveled up. It's the final form of the Galarian Zigzagoon. And they're normal, so. I'm also yeah. on Bulbapedia, and it says dark normal, so I win. Mm-hmm. And at the very brief moment when I was trying to get back into competitive VGC for uh, for Sword and Shield, I was using an Obstagoon. He has cool abilities, because he, he can give him Guts or Defiant. Um, and his moveset is, is kind of cool. He gets a ability or a move just like protect called detect is it i think so deflect something like that i don't know i haven't played in a while but you give him a close combat sucker punch you could give him double edge because you get stab on the normal type move so there's a bunch of different stuff you can go with him you're a big fan of sucker punch you have said that for like every pokemon Sucker Punch is really strong because it gets priority. Obstacoon is Obstacoon appears to be based on a European badger. Its humanoid traits, color theme, and exposed tongue may also be inspired by glam rock bands. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> In Japanese, his name is Tachi Fusuguma. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan. I think it's my only new gen. Newest gen Pokemon on this, oh, yeah, cool. for sure. So, well, okay. yeah, for me, I'm I'm going backwards now. Well, my next one we can skip. It's Absol. I just think she's beautiful. Okay, I agree. I love the design too. Yeah, so. and we talked about her. So, what's up with you, number right. two? My next one is Incineroar. Oh, you! I know you're number one, by the way. But we're, we'll get to that. You love Incineroar. Incineroar is cool. He's funny. He's also in Super Smash Brothers, which I love. Um, I think it's cool. Uh, starter Pokemon Fire Fire Dark is pretty creative. He looks like he should be fighting because his whole thing is wrestling and stuff. Yeah, but that's true. Regardless, they already had a Fire fighting in Infernape, so they didn't want to do that again. So I get it. But he's his design's really cool, and I've always kind of liked the Fire starters as well. And Smash Bros. So, yeah, I um, it's funny we both had Fire Dark Pokemon on our lists. I had Houndoom. He's cool. He's I do not like playing him in Smash because he maybe it's just because you know how to beat me. I'm very bad in the air. Um, but I always get creamed by Incineroars because of the Lariat. Yeah, the Lariat's and fun. He's just really slow. That's my only thing with Incineroar and Smash. I forgot that he's a starter. Yeah. 
Incineroar, the heel Pokemon. H-E-E-L. Okay. Why? Ah. That's weird. Maybe he likes feet. <laughs> He's got a foot fetish. Yeah. Incineroar foot fetish confirmed. So he doesn't know fighting moves. Uh, I don't actually know his moveset. I didn't play that game. Right. Let me see. So you've never played that game, but he's one of your faves. Yeah, well, I Smash. guess Smash. It's weird because in Smash, he's like a hand-to-hand combatter. No, he learns cross chop. He oh, okay. can probably there we also go. learn uh, close combat, I imagine. Let's see. Uh, I don't see it here. Oh, he can also learn throat chop, which I think is just special to him. Yeah, cool. he's he's good. Uh, I'm yeah. a fan. Okay, can you guess my number one? I don't think you can. I'm I totally know what your number one is. Um, I don't know. It's, it, there's so many Pokemon. It's kind of hard without a list. I'm sure if I had it up, I could sort through it. But wait, but you didn't even give your number two. I did. It was Absol. We skipped it. Oh, wait. Then oh, okay. Right, right, right. Uh, what gen? Uh, two or three? Three. Three? Yeah, I'm a huge Ruby and Sapphire. They're my favorite games. Um, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to get it. There's just, there's too many Pokemon. It's Duskull. What? Duskull? The, like, the first yeah. night in Dusclops? He's so cute. I love him. And he's got a little lantern behind his head. I remember going through this one little valley in Ruby and Sapphire and always running into him. I always catch him if I'm playing Pokemon Go. He's like my favorite. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's the best. He evolves at the Dusclops, who's kind of ugly. And then Dusk Noir, which is like super crazy. Yeah, Dusclops is actually somewhat competitive viable. Because you can give him an Eviolite, which gives Pokemon that have the ability to evolve uh, bonus base stats. And Dusclops' base stats are actually pretty strong already. So he's viable in some formats. Oh, that's cool. I love how I'm just like, look at how cool this Pokemon is. And you're like, this Pokemon is viable in some formats. <laughs> he is viable <laughs> in some formats. Dusclops is cool. Regan really likes Dusclops. Oh, cool, cool. Duskull can be seen as a parallel to Shuppet. Both are Gen 3 ghost-type Pokemon. Both evolve at 37. Both have the same base stat total. Interesting. Huh. That is interesting. Yeah. But I've always liked him. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's, again, just a nostalgia thing. But he's super cool. Yeah. All right. All right. I got this. Are you ready? I don't know the exact one, but it's either, like, Litwick or Chandelure. Is it Chandelure? No, it's Umbreon. You did the candle thing didn't get on your list? Chandelure? No, I went, you, I went over how I don't like inanimate objects Pokemon because I think the you, design's bad. Okay, then I have some crazy childhood memories of you loving. Maybe not childhood, maybe when you were competitive. You used, you were like breeding Litwicks or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was breeding uh, Chandelures during uh, Sword and Shield. I wasn't uh, reading them I, for me. I, I, they were like trade fodder. So I had I'm, a bunch of like five IV chandelures that I could trade. 
I'm disappointed in me. I was like so confident. Oh no, Umbreon's my favorite Eevee evolution. And it's also the onesie I'm wearing today for uh, Halloween. Are you, oh, are, wherever you're going to after this, are you wearing it? Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is she dressing up? Yeah, I think she said she was. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah, I have a first date with some girl I've never met before because that's how the world works nowadays. And, and he's wearing a Pokemon onesie, no! She, I already told her I was wearing it, and she said she would dress up too. I kind of made a joke like, oh, we're meeting up on Halloween, do we have to dress up? She was like, oh, do you want to? And I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Okay, that good. That's That'll be fun. This is such a win-win. Like, worst case scenario, this, like, this date sucks and we don't like meet again. But I get to say I went on a first date and wore a Pokemon onesie. Someone please help me. <laughs> That's so troll funny. So, I'm in. But yeah, mm. I like Umbreon a lot. Somewhat competitive viable because it has really good uh, base stats. Not really as much viable in VGC. It's better in singles because you can stall people out with moves like Wish and Toxic. A uh, move like Toxic isn't really uh, viable in doubles VGC format, more in like Smog on singles. So, Umbreon's mm-hmm. cool there. Um, I also have, like, a bunch of 5 IV EVs, so I can make competitive Umbreons if I want to. Um, I also just like the design of... He's cool. ...of Umbreon, yeah. It's a good moveset, too, so... I don't think I've ever had an Umbreon. I don't even know, like, wouldn't know what to do with them. I mean, I have one in Pokemon Go. at night to evolve it. Yeah, I have one in Pokemon Go, Go, but I don't know if I played that gen... In the Game Boy games, to get one, you um, know? yeah, I don't know. But cool. He's my Unless he's what gen is he? Two. Oh, so then I did. I maybe I did have him. It's been a hundred years. I don't remember. Yeah, dark types bel- were first introduced in Gen Two. I can't believe you're going on this date in a Pokemon onesie. Yeah, boy. So good, but. Um, we also have whole- to wrap up because it's eleven twenty four, and I have to be in Chinatown in twenty five minutes, thirty five minutes. In, in a Pokemon onesie. In so Pokemon I was about onesie. to say, let's not hold you back from your date. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. Um, and guys, I have to poop ha- really badly. Yeah. Great, great, guys. <laughs> happy Halloween. Be safe. Don't go to frat parties with fifty or more people. Do not wash. I'm not. Wash your hands. I'll let y'all know if I'm streaming tonight, Thomas. I just want to release this episode today so send me your audio before you leave yeah i will okay cool and uh have a spooky day and we'll see you next week for a lot of more action-packed super fun anime bye